Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw. Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They rubbish. There's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We bastards. beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20. Down. Five. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday to you. April 20th, 2023. 420, Roush. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports mm-hmm. Radio. TJ Walker, Bro. Nick Roush, and Justin Kaler, a.k.a. Scooter Dingus, all here on your Thursday morning. Another beautiful morning. Going to be another beautiful day. And we're happy that you're starting it with Kentucky Roll Call. You'd probably be happier starting it with Kentucky Roll Call and a trip to Thornton's. Oh, yeah. Donuts, breakfast sandwiches, a nice... A nice drink, some coffee to start your day. They got healthy fruit there as well. So if you're short on nanners inside the house, swing by Thornton's and you can get something, maybe a little donut and a banana so you feel like it it, it cancels each other out. Even, well, even Steven. Only problem is, though, is the donuts are, there's a lot, there's a lot to them. You know, we talk about it. Not for the faint of heart. Seeing your show tweet. Although, a little veteran move as you put the link to the show. Yeah, but eh, you click on Big X, it's enough. Every, probably, I don't know, like three to six months on my Instagram, I'll like acknowledge that I have a radio show. It's not like I'll like promote, you know, I guess technically it is promoting it, but nothing more than just like an Instagram story of like, hey, got a radio show. UK Journalism liked my story yesterday. Oh, he's on his way back, wow. baby. Wow. Don't call it a redemption tour. I saw yesterday where, I, I don't know if it was UK Journalism or for, if it was just our Professor Khaki that uh, retweeted one of our former uh, peers that is now uh, wrestling in a Lama, Ohio semi, or I guess it's technically professional, but like so, some small wrestling outfit out of Lima, Ohio, which is where my that's father-in-law worked. That's exciting. Previously. But it was just like, man, she's getting retweets from it's where Tyler Ulysses UK from. journalism and TJ's not. It's huh. <laughs> the way she goes, I suppose. Oh, well. Scoots, how you doing this morning, buddy? I'm pretty good. I am I got uh, way too much sleep last night, so I'm feeling great. You know what? Great. You kiss my ass, Scoots. <laughs> you and all it's, your sleep, bro. It's all about going to bed early, Roush. You just got to make it. You got to make it happen. So you didn't watch Survivor? I did watch Survivor, but I shortly after Survivor was over, I looked at my roommate and I was like, "I got to go to bed. I got big day tomorrow." Totally BS episode. I get. I hate 
when Survivor does this. When they make you think that it's not going to be... Not even that they make you think. They just, like, one portion of the entire drama they did not even touch in on before the vote. And we're not going to get into it more than, like, a minute. But one entire, like, side, they didn't even talk about, like, hey, do you know this big thing that's happening or do you not know this big yeah, thing yeah, that's happening? Yeah, I get, I get why they... They didn't show any conversations of, like, you know, normally they'll at least, like, lead you on and be like, oh, we've, or we got something, we know what's coming tonight or something like They didn't, like, check in on them. I mean, they like, kind of... another, like, side of the tribe They just didn't even, like, oh. show you anything before the Well, vote. that's what it made you believe that it was going to work. Exactly. Yeah, and, yeah. like, I guess my thought was, well, if they had shown you that... Anyway, if, they, if they'd shown you they, they'd given them the piece of information that they needed to know, then the vote wouldn't have been as exciting. But I just totally disagree with that. It feels so, and it's a show that they're editing out so much as is and having to make those decisions of what they show and don't show. But it almost just feels like they're misleading you or manipul- manipul- yeah, manipulating you, where like other shows, Big Brother especially, if it's going to be a one-sided vote, Oh, well, like watch it unfold and then watch it unfold again and see if everybody sticks to their words or not or see if one side's totally blindsided by it. I hate it. Hate, you, hate usually they do, they do uh, they'll have like a cutaway where it feels like pretty easy, but, you know, nothing's easy in Survivor. Exactly. That's usually the kind of cutaway they go to. Instead, they're just kind of talking with Jam Jam saying he had all the control. And I was – because my thing was I didn't know, all right, which, which one is going to do better for his long-term kind of play. Jim Jim held all the cards and they didn't even show you if he showed one side cards or exactly, no cards. Exactly, yeah. And I, Which, I, I hate that. Yeah, but that's, it builds suspense. You get it, though. I do understand it. I just feel like it's misleading. You're you're missing out on actual it, gameplay. It made for fun. I mean, it was a fun trouble. It was I didn't know trouble. if it was going to... If it was the, the, yeah. After the first vote, though, you knew. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But you didn't know if the person who went home knew. And, and they read all the the votes that canceled out so like you got to like the sixth vote before it was like all right who's actually going home and once you got once you read the first name you're like okay it's i thought that was cowardly send send old send old franny's boyfriend let him have some fun at ponderosa (laughs) you know what i mean i I just thought that was like franny yeah there's a little love story going on on survivor this season and and one of the lovers got sent home last week and the girl that is behind is like obsessed with this dude or seems to be obsessed with this dude there was a part of me thinking she was just going to say like i'm going to go join him at the little island resort i just i think they should have voted him out to give him some alone time it's uh it's a lot of fun that this is because they used to have quite a few romances back in the day but that was when survivor was uh 40 days we haven't had one in forever yeah and it was like you had very you know, there was a lot of Barbie-looking girls, right? A lot of muscle men. This is two two dorks who are just, like, smitten with one each other. And it's actually pretty cute. It is cute. Yeah. It is cute. Uh, but, like, a lot, lot of crying, though. A lot of tears. <sighs> just so sad that he's not there anymore. And he was helpless. Um, well, not helpless <laughs> if you would have brought his bag, you dweeb. <laughs> Scoots did, uh... Anyways, enough Survivor. You happy that it's 420? I am. Although it's just another day. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no. Good answer. I'm Good actually, answer. I'm actually more excited about trivia. I, I That's why I went, had to go to bed early last night. I told my roommate I had a big day. So I went to bed about 9.30, woke up this morning, hit the gas station. Didn't even need it, but I got a Red Bull. So I'm, I'm feeling great. No, you're fired I up. am feeling great. He's got to get extra sleep so he can answer trivia questions. Yeah. Total. I need my mind to be focused, Roush. 
I'm not ready to host you. <laughs> Big day today for Trevor Kelsey. Oh, I texted him last night to see how he was doing, how he was holding up. How was he doing? Uh, holding up. He was he was doing well. He's like the set the alarm at 4:20 type of guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, 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 I think he really is. He uh, oh, sometimes he's still up about it. He made a special show opening today for the Mike Rutherford show. Oh, of, wow. Of like um, 420 themed things. So uh, you can tune in and hear that. Uncle is, Jeff is, is going that, on the show. Whoa. Yeah. And he he also said, uh, he said he promised Rutherford's daughter that he would watch Frozen. So he was going to watch Frozen last night. I was like, <laughs> Trevor, you, you actually probably like it. Like it, Frozen is, uh, it's, it's a quality film. It's, well, it's a good movie. Well, Mike has to watch uh, Shallow How. Because him and Trevor had a bet on game one of the Avalanche. and I think it's uh, the series. Oh, is it the series? I think it's the series. Really? That's disappointing. The Kraken and the Avalanche, yeah. I assumed, is, uh, I assumed it was just the first game. That's fun on its... Yeah, that's not a bad bet to lose. That's a fun movie. But it's if Trevor not, it's loses... Not, it's not a good movie. It's okay. But Mike acts like it's there's never been worse cinema ever created in the history of film I than mean, Shallow How. He's I, never seen it, of course. But, right, right. But so... I would do the Rob Schneider movies where he was the hot chick and the animal. Those that's kind of like it for me, where it's just like I can't do that. Shallow Howe is at least has a um, uh, it means well, you know, and it was of its time. I, what he, with his sense of humor, he didn't want to watch that when he was you know fourteen years old or whatever. What? Yeah, weird. By the way, Roush, if Trevor weird. loses Trinkets. that bet. He has to walk across the walking bridge. He has to walk across. He has to go from Louisville to Southern Indiana on the walking bridge. Not which back, I, I'm, I'm not so sure he can do. No, he could. I think he could do one way. It's I the back. That, I think that ramp. The, the ramp the would be tough. The ramp is yeah. going to be tough for him. The ramp on the other side is worse, though. If you've ever gone just it's straight tough. Indiana. Absolutely oh, the steeper. Indiana side? No, yeah. I disagree. Well, no, disagree. you're totally wrong. Yep. Yeah, no. I disagree. The twirly one is just long. Like, that is a, it's not a half mile, but it's probably a quarter mile. Yeah, but you got to think, too, when you're on the other side, you're in Indiana. That's so true. It's, That's true. Trevor's got a birthday coming up, and people forget his due date was actually 420, which is perfect for Trevor Kelsey, obviously, <laughs> but he was late. Mm. Oh. That's also perfect <laughs> for Trevor. Hilarious yeah. joke. Yep. Hope everybody understood Enjoyed the that. layers to that. <laughs> Text on into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. worst bet would be, all right, Trevor, walk across the walking bridge and he uh, dies. on Thunder over Louisville. Oh, day. no. Because, like, yeah. they, he almost died doing the, the kicking thing. Do they keep do they, do they keep that open Saturday? To like That's what I was just kidding around to ask you all. Can you watch Thunder from there? That would be I pretty awesome. I you can't watch it from there because of the potential smoke, debris, or whatever. But I'm sure they have it open during the day for a long time, right? Maybe I'll walk that that on Saturday. That's a great idea, Roush. I don't think they have it open. Fairly certain they do not have it open. During the air show? Why not? Because do you want to be the people having to tell everybody to get off at, like, what, five? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And also the walking bridge is already a pretty – just during a regular day, they have to do a lot to keep the riffraff going, moving along. You know, like it – I can't imagine on Thunder how obnoxious people would get. Um, so yeah, it's probably shut down, right? I would. I, I'm pretty sure it is. But you got thunder this weekend. Weather's not looking great for it. It's actually looking a little bit better. Oh, I haven't checked today. So Meteor, chief meteorologist, Scoots, take it away. Yeah, Scoots. Uh, I've got nothing. Uh, the Whoa. what I saw yesterday was basically all of the rain chances for Saturday just moved squarely to tomorrow. Oh. So. Oh. Yeah. But that means it'll just be a wet mess on the Great Lawn. 
probably gosh, it's gonna be eighty five today. That's too much. Yeah. That's pump pump the brakes on that. That is, <laughs> and I wore pants. I wore pants today. Eighty five. That's ridiculous. The the the, the seesawing does make it difficult because I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to turn the air conditioning on, and then it's like six o'clock, and I'm like, ah, I probably should have turned the air conditioning on. What did you all? And if you just want to make it a surprise tomorrow, I understand. But what did you get me for my fifth year wedding anniversary tomorrow? Wood, it's, right? It's the wood. Yeah, it's the wood. Um. Uh, a baseball bat. A nice big suck, it seems appropriate. I think the wife is sick of the wood gift after five years. Uh, <laughs> baseball bat. I'll get her a baseball did bat. You, did you write these jokes like this <laughs> last night? I had a hilarious, I, I had a hilarious you joke. you woke up for your 2 a.m., you're like, oh, man, I can get a late Got joke. Jokes. I, had a, I, had a hilarious, <laughs> I had a hilarious joke last night to the wife, and she was like, when did you, when, where did you see that one from? And I was like, no, I made it up, and it didn't take more than probably 20 seconds to do, all right? Uh, well, I, I really, if you all have any ideas of what a good gift for wood is, I'm, I'm all ears. Oh, uh, one of my uh, wife's uh, wood carvings. That would be there great. You go. There yeah. you have. I'm, I'm all for that. Do you actually do the, the, the? No. Well, ha- or have you done any of the items? Yet? No. I only thought it was like five, ten. Yeah, apparently there's one for every year, and like paper is was I think is year one. Oh my heavens! So you give them a card. But it, whoever came up with this is just the worst. They really are. They, they just are the worst. One is paper. Two is cotton. Get the hell out of here. So you give them a shirt. Three is leather. Belt. Four, fruit flowers. Fruit flowers? Five is wood. Six is iron. Oh, yes. Cannot wait till next year. <laughs> Copper, seven. Bronze, eight. Nine is willow. And ten is aluminum. So Willow. Wait, is that as high high as it goes as ten? No, it goes to fifty. No, I mean, it, no, I, I just don't think it's good to radio just to read this off. I mean, I'm, also all of those items, those metals, like where do you have? After fifteen, it does seem to stop on the annual. Okay. Then fifteen is crystal. Twenty is China. What if you don't want to go to China? <laughs> Twenty-five is silver. <laughs> Do we have any UK news? <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be something going on. Uh, maybe. Should we just make up Oscar Sheboy developments? No, you didn't see it. Yeah. Oh, actually, the shirt thing. Yeah. I just have a theory this is a shirt from last year, and they were like, hey, let's just put a question mark on it, see if we can make a little bit more money. It is a terrible shirt. Oh, I mean, oh. who's getting a shirt that's like, I got a shirt about my players, my favorite players' decision to come back or not? And it's only going to be good for maybe another two days, five days, week, three weeks, tops, who knows. But I just want people to know that I'm also unsure what Oscar Sheboy is going to be doing. If you didn't see it, <coughs> Oscar Sheboy's little fan merchandise site, I don't think it's very little. I think it, it does pretty well for itself. They released a t-shirt, and it was Oscar Sheboy, and then it said, one more year? Question mark? But then in like the background, there's like a different colored question mark to suggest mm-hmm. one more year instead of one more year. You know. Yeah. It, it is a new shirt. That much is, and it's live. You can buy it right now for you know, 25 bucks or something like that. First and foremost, I appreciate that Kentucky Brandon's doing all the work to kind of put everybody's stuff in one place. Can we get... They're all just kind of the same airbrush look. I, I'm so I'm not, not I'm not the biggest fan of the shirts. Period. Secondly, though, you're exactly right. What, where, 
I know there's a lot of different occasions to have your favorite Kentucky shirt, but what if you bought that shirt and then he went pro and he's not back? What? What? I mean, it'd be hilarious. It'd be hilarious if you bought that shirt and then, like, before it even got sent to your house, Oscar says, I'm just staying in the draft. I'm re- Actually, I'm transferring. <laughs> it is a heck of a way to uh, try to, you know, get some more money, though, right? You, you add yeah, some self-promotion it's, it's, it's to a terrible, decision. It's a terrible shirt. It's just not a good shirt, though. I mean, but that's Like, if you wanted a better shirts. way to make money, like, have a... I, I don't, got Oscar ooh, question mark? It's like good, the got milk. Where can I see this? Here's a good shirt idea for like, Oscar Sheboy. A, a shirt with just his like total his total rebounding numbers. It'll be like an out of context shirt. You won't really get it unless you get it, but it'll just be like, what are his rebounding numbers? I think it's like nine hundred and fifty six. I mean that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then you could have like per game or I don't know. You could just do a stat shirt. There you go. Or just one stat. Because it couldn't really be like team success shirt. But stats, yeah. Or remember, like National Player of the Year, two-time All-American, blah, like ever, all his accolades. Remember when Louisville fans had the, uh, instead of got milk, got Patino, and on the back it said, we do. It's a pretty cool shirt. Yeah. Wait, the question mark's not going to be there, right? The question mark is 100% on that That's shirt. That's like the biggest part of it. That's terrible. Oh, do you think this is just like a ploy to be like, yeah, it's kind of a silly shirt, and that's why we've removed the question mark. He's yeah, back. Yeah. In which case, uh, you probably would actually sell yeah. like a decent amount of them. Yeah, that's actually... Yeah, I li- we're, I li- we were thinking they were playing checkers. They're playing chess. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot more without the question mark. That's a good idea, though. Put the question mark on it for now, and then when it becomes official. Bam. I just don't know who's going to want to buy a question mark a shirt with a question mark on it about a player's decision that we're all going to find out about pretty soon, and we all feel pretty good about. But I do like your idea, Roush. He sells these shirts, just goes pro. One more year on the back, it's just like they re- they send nope. a sticker that just says nope, and you get a you get to place it on the back. Go on your merry way. He go. I think that's probably another sign pointing towards an, another season of Oscar Sheboy at UK. It's not official. I think some folks jumped the gun potentially, but I everybody that's still in the know still suggests that it will happen, just hasn't already happened. And that will be good news for UK, as we've talked about almost to, to death at this point. Well, it is uh, mid-April. Did you see Vescovi's back at Tennessee? I did. He can suck it. And when I thought about my, like the the Tennessee players that I hate, he's almost he's he's not one of them, but he is going to play in the Kentucky Tennessee rivalry more than any other player ever, at least from the Tennessee side. Um, because even what about Fulkerson? The, the, this will be his eleventh. He can play eleven times. Schofield played ten. Jeez, um, please. Ten games against Kentucky. So. Um, and part of it too, I, I you know, Scobie's played every single year. I don't think Fulkerson really played uh, as a freshman, right? Because that was like the Grant Williams teams and all that. So, uh, but yeah, he can play against Kentucky eleven, even twelve times if they meet in the SEC tournament. And that's where you think back to some of the Tennessee players of the past. I mean, Kentucky's faced them twice in the SEC tournament during Vescovi's time. At least once, maybe twice. Definitely, that, definitely once. That's happened a lot more regu- frequently than it has than it did in previous. Uh, I think UK and Tennessee regimes. played in what nineteen? Yes, they 19, lost in 19, 19 and twenty-two. Yes. So was he there in nineteen? Yeah, this will be his fifth year. Yeah, that's 19, nice. 20, 21, 22, 20. I believe that. So, uh, but you know, I, 
Hard to keep it up with all of this. Tennessee added a Harvard transfer as well. Mm -hmm. Ledlam, that guy that uh, everybody got really excited about early on, but he was one of the first, like, big number people into the portal. But he will be their, I believe, a power forward for them. Is there big... uh, I would look to see if Plavchich could come back. I don't... He that had, dude can kick rock. He started at another school and transferred before the transfer rules, and then redshirt. So I, I don't, I don't know what his situation is. He see, that's the, and that's the thing. Vescovi is a good defender and a good three point shooter, but he doesn't do the obnoxious things that a lot of Tennessee players have done. Like Fulkerson was a flopper. Same with Grant Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, Plavchitz would just try to fight you. And that's how, I mean, a lot of those guys, it was like Wayne Chisholm was oh, They big, definitely have a, a tough identity. Yeah, it's a, we're going to fight you or we're going to flop. And Vescovi's somewhere in the middle where I'm just... I don't think Vescovi is a dirty player, although I know there's a ton of UK fans that agree. I think he just games the system. I think he knows, like, I all my goal is to win, so if that means I need to, like, fake you getting caught up on my arm to trick the referee, then I'm doing that 13 times yep. a game. Yep. If it means I need to, you bump into me on a rebound and I go flying four feet. If it tricks the ref, I'm just, I'm playing within the, the parameters of the rule here. You can call he's, it dirty. Uh, it's, I think it's kind of... He's uh, a hustler. He's a three-card money on the on the side of the street. He is. Yeah, it's, a well, it's well said. Just it's well said. Suck it. Uh, you know what? All right, I take it I back. I think he's a fine little player. But you know what is the worst quality of his, uh, the most hateable feature about him is? He's got great hair. Nope. He changed his name from Vescovi to Vescovi. Yeah. You can't, you can't change the pronunciation of your name. Tell him what it is when you show up and don't change it halfway through. Trust me. Remember when Tyrod Taylor tried to act like his name was Tyrod? I do. Five years into his NFL career. What a ding. Vescovy had, he was the one that had that, like, silver hair for a little bit. I didn't realize, he's been there that long. I didn't realize that. He dyed his hair blonde, like, one season. I think one of his first seasons there. The good news about the Chris Ledlam edition for Tennessee, dude can't shoot threes for beans. Oh, he went to Tennessee? Damn it. Really thought he was going to be a Hoosier. Can't, uh, Tennessee's had some outside shooting problems as much as people make issues about that with Kentucky. Tennessee's had their own woes in that regard, and Vescovy wasn't Just a 40, offense in general. He, he's, he's, an okay, he's a good three-point shooter, but not a great one if he's your, your best by itself. Ledlam was only a 29% three-point shooter last year. so Not great, Bob. Fine by me. The Caps will wait to see what Oscar does, a final decision there, and then I... I I'm not sure. Antonio Reeves, but all signs point to him coming back. That's good news for UK. I really want Antonio Reeves back on next year's team. Do you add somebody at the four? Are you good at the four? Everybody has just assumed that Damian Collins is leaving, but why haven't we heard anything about that, Rush? Yeah, that's weird. I don't I don't get it. Because if he wants to get in the portal, why would he want to wait? You know? That there's no... That's what I'm wondering. That's I mean, is, does he come back? Is that on the table potentially? Yeah. Is he part of UK's equation at the four? Which I wouldn't love if we're being totally honest, but yeah. but he could do some Jacob Toppin like things. I yeah. I don't know. You could also make a case that maybe Damian Collins just is lacking minutes, and if he can just kind of get enough minutes, he'll figure it out. It'll look more polished, more fluid, better. But does he do you want him to take minutes? I don't think so, but can't say for certain. I, I loved his potential at one point in my life, but not anymore. Like the kid, though. Yeah. Just interesting he hasn't left yet, and things are incredibly cr- quiet on the Chris Livingston front, too. Which, but if you, Another thing, 
surprised there's only been one Kentucky football departure since the transfer portal opened. I read the Texas A&M football has had 30 people transfer out of their pro- their program. Uh, and I, think Ar- I think Arkansas is at 28. It's a lot. Those are insane numbers for football. 30 is, I mean, 30 and 28, obviously, both high. That is, uh, what, a third of your team? The A&M's, the, the, uh, there was one of the guys who transferred who was a former five-star, and somebody tweeted, yep, they just grabbed the bag and got out of town, and he, like, retweeted it or something, and it's like, well, that's kind of what happens when you recruit solely on nil. And yeah. you show up, and the, the the culture isn't kind of sustainable, and that you know that's what Jimbo's dealing with, right? He's had a ton of turnover, not a lot of success. Where I, I, I think my biggest surprise was just from a Kentucky standpoint. I mean, it's pretty clear that they're going to bring in at least one offensive tackle. I would, would have thought maybe one of those guys would be like, eh, I'm good. But, eh. Uh, uh, it's, it's – when do you expect to hear some stuff on that? So I was told last night that Ford is visiting this weekend. I think Roland initially said that his visit was supposed to start today. So I don't know if it's going to be Friday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But we could have a commitment from him Sunday or Monday. Um, elsewhere in the portal. Ooh, uh, keep an eye on that. Did you did you see Antonio Carter that Kentucky offered that kid? I did not. Tell so me, he's tell a, me a little about Antonio Carter. He's a Rhode Island Ram. Like cornerback for the Rams, uh, FCS program. But <laughs> six foot one, he's one of those guys who's highlight tapes. Like he's very much a physical player, right? So mm-hmm. he, he could certainly be a scheme fit for the Cats. And, you know, when I initially saw that, I'm like, why? That's Kentucky offering a corner. I mean, they got two corners. Um, you know, where, 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 where are they going with this one? And it, I, I really think it comes down to, at this point, we just they want to get best available. And when they offered him, it was, I don't know, within hours that he had Louisville, Texas A&M. I mean, you it's all know, Iowa offered. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a ton of places. So really, it just comes down to a matter of, all right, this is one of the best guys in the portal. We got we got some scholarships. Let's try to get them. So they they. They offered him a scholarship. Um, I think that's kind of what happened with the Wyoming kid. There's a, there's a couple of interesting developments from the SEC that uh, might somewhat impact Kentucky. So uh, Florida had an all-SEC guard that was going to transfer to SEC who said, actually, no, I'm not going to. I wouldn't he was think. going to transfer where? USC? To USC, okay. correct. And then just decided, eh, actually, no, I'm not going to do that. But I'm, I'm just going to transfer somewhere else. And Oh, I don't. I didn't know that. I thought he was just going back to Florida. Yeah, I don't think that Kentucky would make sense because he's uh he wants to go somewhere to start. He was all SEC, you know why not? And at guard, while you would like some depth and some to know what's coming up next, I don't know if you're going to try to get somebody to start over Cox and Horsey this year. Where this year might be their last year. I, I don't know. I, I think Cox might even be able to get another year. Or so doing that that. The eligibility math is difficult, but uh, so I I don't know if that one makes sense. But one that name that we had kind of circled for a while, we had the the buzzards. Many buzzards were circling was uh, Brock Vandegrift at Georgia, who was the five star that many thought you know he he was going to be the heir apparent. Hell, maybe even beat out Stetson Bennett if if Bennett was done after last year. He or 
excuse me, the first national championship that they he'd be the heir apparent, right? Well, he's battling Carson Beck for their starting quarterback job. Beck appears to have uh, a slight lead, and Vandergriff was being kind of mum about what he was going to do. And um, we had a report last night from, I think his name is uh, Mark Rowe, who's on our Georgia site, that said, uh, nope, Vandergriff not transferring this season. And um, he even said we got double super secret or double confirmation uh, that he's not transferring. So that one was a surprise because he was going to be the the biggest name in the in the transfer portal. Um, so, but wait, there might be another. This is where it gets really fun, though. I'm but, on the edge of my seat. So the other quarterback competition we were monitoring was Alabama. Ty Simpson versus Jalen Milrow. That's uh, uh-huh. either one of those could be a uh, oh maybe he wants to come to Kentucky and be the next man up. Um, there's uh, there's some smoke out there that Tyler Van Dyke, who was a preseason All ACC quarterback last year, and then he got came in and Mario Cristobal kind of just torpedoed him into the ground. Uh, there's some smoke that Tyler Van Dyke could transfer to Alabama to be their starter next year. Well, that would create some waves. Yeah, that would create some to say waves. some to say the least. Some dominoes falling. Yeah, and then some folks at Alabama probably wouldn't be thrilled. Yeah, because they would want their guy that they were. It, it's also something about you want to have confidence that the kids you're recruiting are good enough, right? That they're they're mm-hmm. developing, they're living up to it. Sometimes it's just not the case, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure, and that might be the case there. Uh, I don't know. Something to keep an eye on that might that might pop off this week. All right, a lot of good stuff there. We need to take our first break. We'll come back. We'll get into the Thornton's text line. It is Trivia Thursday for all of the Marbles. Game 7 of Trivia, only about a month and a half later than Game 6. We were building suspense. We were. We wanted to just build it up, get a huge audience for the finale, which obviously we have done. We'll be right back. This is KRC on the Big X. Smoke a little smoke. Yeah. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. It's like, how can you, how can you hate? How can you hate? You just gotta like look at her and be like, uh, she probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. in my taxi cab everybody's looking at me now welcome back kentucky roll call here on big x sports radio putting some of the finishing touches on today's trivia which we'll do a little bit later on in the show in the meantime get your text on in 502-414-1450 want to remind you about the big x sports radio golf card 85 degrees today i know scoots loves it when it's hot Mm -hmm. oh yeah Uh, he's Part lizard. People do forget that. <laughs> he uh, would love that 85 degrees. A little hot for me, but if you got out early enough, I mean, I, 85 is fine. I wouldn't. I'd sweat, but I wouldn't cry too much about it. May not be a cart. Maybe not be a walk day for me. May have to get a cart with it being 85. But you can Don't get worry, cart's the cart free. included. Yeah. 
when you have the big exports radio golf cart, Park Mammoth, Old Capital Golf Club, Elk Run, Valley View, Wooded View, Christmas Lake, and Santa Claus, Indiana. These are special courses. Make them special occasions and just know that you're saving a ton of money when you get them for under $25 around. Go to BigExportsRadio.com or 812-725-1457. That is 812-725-1457 or go to BigExportsRadio.com. Supply is limited. That commercial that we have for the big exports radio card, the supply is limited, scares me. Limited. <laughs> limited. Limited. And when we mean limited, we, we mean, mean limited. limited. His voice is so cool. I it wish is. I had his great voice. Great voice. Not, he, not that Roush would ever How does it, it? You'd have to listen to Big X to hear the commercial. How does it talk like that all the like, Is it all the time? Well, what if it is just that's the way he talks? Dugan calls him up and he's like, hey, oh, dude, dude hey. what can I do for you? It's like a, hey. He's the guy that does our <laughs> intro. It's the same person. It has that does. a very deep and thick. Oh, it's a little bit. <sighs> yeah, Rouse, you just sound like it's the. A rasp- it's not raspy. Like you that. sound like the clown from Home Alone that's in the shower. Oh. You know what I'm talking about? Very absurd. Where, where he scares the guys away. I do. Yeah. I do. I do know. Hey. <laughs> do we want to head on over to the Thornton Sex Lab? Uh, We can if we want to. I heard Scoots got roasted. Yeah, he's true. mad about something over there. On the yeah, Thornton Plumley, bro. It's just a ridiculous text. Oh well, that's what's I don't, I, that has no basis. I don't. I just don't understand it. And no basis. Uh, I thought we weren't talking baseball today. <laughs> Y'all are on one. Yeah. What, what was the text that got you worked up, Scoots? Come on. Oh, you want me to read it now? Yeah. yeah. He said, uh, "I'll be honest. It's very surprising to me that Justin owns an iPhone and not an Android." Scoots a thousand percent strikes me as the one guy who has an Android and completely kills the group text from blue to green. Like what the hell? That's such a like what I, the I kinda, hell? Probably, bro. You know what? I can see it. How do I st- how do I strike somebody as an Android user? I just you know don't what? Understand. You're so against the grain, and I feel like I could see you just being like, "I like my Android phone. It's just it it's the best. It doesn't change." You know, I could, could definitely see. Yeah. That. I mean, for what it's worth, I have an iPhone six, so it's barely an iPhone. But it still shows up blue. iPhone 6? Yeah. Wow. What are we on now? 14? 14. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to wait till they triple me up, then I'll upgrade. Man. <laughs> no wonder his phone dies. <laughs> Man, I need to get you out to the track just to get... Like, need, need to get you off <laughs> Derby Weekend this year. Oh, true. God. It's definitely why his phone dies. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised it is even working ever without it being charged. Come on. I mean, I'm already, I woke up this morning, unplugged it at, what was that, like 6.15, and I'm already down to 66%. <laughs> I haven't even done anything. I'm just sitting there. I think I've looked at my phone maybe five minutes this morning. That, that sounds, honestly, about right. <laughs> it's normally how it goes. Uh, another text on the Thornton's text line. We'll get back up to the top. Did we get all of yesterday's? Oh, uh, we did not. I would try to find it if the internet would work here. Wow. Yeah. Just cost of doing business. We had to go back and talk about Mooks. You all said you would touch on more yeah, today. Mook had a thought-provoking question. Oh, by the way, update on the pink eye. I, I guess I didn't have it. I, I, it was weird. Like, it's you wake up app. in the middle of the night and have your eyes super watery, and then you wake up for good, and it's like it's slightly crusty, and you're for sure thinking that you're going to have it, but just throughout the day, it just got nothing but better. And then woke up today, and Sounds fine. like your antibodies fought it off. Good job, anybody. Maybe a successful reverse jinx. Or, or, um, maybe it was just allergies. Could have been just allergies. We did have the window open that night. So, all right, where is the mook? Uh, 
Morning, fellas, on Levis. I have a sinking feeling in my gut that he will be a bust in the NFL. What's worse is as a Titans fan, if they get him and he isn't good, I'm going to have to crush him. Or if the Titans don't get him, it's likely that he's going. they're going to reach on Anthony Richardson, which is gross. He, too, will be a bust. So going to the NFL draft, I'm not excited that my team is remotely capable of getting a good player. So as much as I'm going to gas up Levis, like there are legitimate concerns. And I, I think the thing... There's probably a 50-50 shot between, like, one of Levis or Richardson's going to be good, one's going to be bad. With Richardson, I think he can, like, he doesn't need the complimentary pieces to be a good quarterback, right? Like, if he's going to be good, it's because he's just Anthony Richardson. It never hurts to have complimentary pieces for anybody. No, it doesn't hurt. But I do think there is something to be said that Levis needs to be put in a situation to succeed. Where he yeah. at least has some time to throw because if he's that that I mean that's his biggest knock is not only he got sacked a lot because he had a bad offensive line he took more sacks than he needed to I, I think that's that's my biggest concern for him generally speaking is just like you know I I think he he made a lot of things happen with just Wandale but he had a very good offensive line and a good running attack to where it was a balanced approach um, if he is put in a situation. That's works for him. Then I, I I think it can work. I, I of all the teams up there, I don't know which one is probably the. I would I would actually say probably is the Colts, even though they are they, they were very bad last year. Jonathan Taylor's on the back end of it, but I mean they they have some good offensive linemen, at least in their interior, and they're able to run the ball effectively with Taylor. So I. I would think that's probably your best situation. I would be worried if I was the if if I'm a Titans fan though, a Kentucky Titans fan in particular, because you don't want you don't want a Kentucky guy being bad. For, things are looking a little like they're they're about to be in a big rebuild. Well, Mook, it makes you feel better. The Titans have like consistently never really been a huge player in the NFL, so worst case things just stay the same. So you got that going for you. I, I, Do you know they've won everybody's uh, guessing. the third or fourth most playoff games without winning a Super Bowl? Doesn't really surprise me. Yeah. Because they, they love to be right in, the, right in the middle of the road. And AFC South is just duty more years than not. And that's coming from somebody from the NFC North. So Yeah, yeah. At least Takes Gre- one in Hey, at least Green Bay was actually good a couple of years. Hey, so is Aaron Rodgers coming back? No. Is that done? No. They're just waiting until after the draft now. Because I'd always heard it was going to be around draft time. So my roommate, a uh, couple nights ago, he was like, oh, Aaron Rodgers going back to Green Bay, signed, sealed, delivered. And then I looked into it more yesterday, and I couldn't find any reputable sources. So I was like, surely that's just not accurate. I, It's not accurate. Okay. Although, did you see that Tua was considering retirement? He should. Yeah. If I was Rodgers, I'd be like, I, can I just go to Miami? Right. Can I go to another AFC East team with better wide receivers? Yep. Although probably not a better defense, but... Better weapons around you offensively. Yeah. I would. I would probably. I think he would love to throw it to Tyreek Hill. Would be fun. Who wouldn't like that? The the Levis stuff. He. I don't. It's just like any other quarterback. Yeah. It could be good. Could not be good. Will help if he has good pieces around him. Won't help if he's just thrown into the fire from day one without giving any tools really to succeed. I've got some U of L friends that are just like, ah, I can't believe he's being considered for the second quarterback I mean, taken. Zach overall. Wilson was like, what? <laughs> I'm like, how can you not believe? Like, do you not do you not watch the NFL? Do you not see what Joe Burrow has done for a historically loser franchise? 
just in a snap of the finger? Yep. Can you not see what Josh Allen has done for the Bills, which when we were growing up, Roush, the Bills were, were horrible? Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people remember the Super Bowl run in the early 90s, but once they, they, like, w- yeah. they kind of aged out, they were they had a couple – Stevie Johnson, they had some decent teams where he had his 1,000-yard seasons for them. Uh, and, like, Eric Wood was there, right? They, they were okay, but maybe had a playoff or two. But, yeah. and Obviously, also look at Jalen Hurts. The point is, with the right quarterback – it can all change for a program, for a franchise in just overnight. It can all change if you get the right one. And while people have their opinions on whether or not Will Levis is going to be able to do it or not do it, he's got the best arm strength in the NFL or in the draft. So that's that stands out. He's got solid durability. He's a bigger mm-hmm. guy that's probably going to be able to take some hits. And he helped lead Kentucky to 10 wins, which is something that just historically doesn't happen a lot. And what? What did he go at UK? Did he go 17 and yeah, se- 17 math. and 7? Yeah, it's cuz you know that South Carolina loss isn't on him, the Iowa loss isn't on him, although kind of is on him. He should have played, but neither here nor there. But yeah, it's a pretty great record for starting quarterback. At, at UK? Kentucky. And yeah. people are like, "Well, he he was inconsistent. He didn't look at their points per game his second season." Look at the overall Overall body of work, overall body of work, and let's take into consideration where he's doing it at. Which we all are thrilled that UK football has moved up the pecking order, but to be able to do that in the SEC is impressive. So that should stand out, in my opinion. I get why teams like him. My personal opinion, I think he's going to be a good to average NFL quarterback. Like I think he'll be a starter for six years, maybe go to the playoffs once or twice. Will never really be in the MVP discussion, is my guess. And that's what a, what high praise that is to be in the MVP discussion. But my point is, I don't think he's going to be like an absolute can't-miss superstar, but I do think he will be a solid. I'm taking as middle of the road, as See, vanilla as a take as you can make. I think he'll just be a nice NFL player. Which would be a good thing, right? Because the really, I think, one of the best comps for him uh, is the most high-variance player ever in Carson Wentz, where he was MVP race to every team's least favorite quarterback. Like, if he's on your team, you're just like, Carson Wentz, what are you doing? Because he's a mm-hmm. touchdown or interception guy, right? Or big play or bust. Um, that, that, I, I thought that cop wasn't that bad. Uh, it is funny, though. The So we're a week away from the NFL draft. Uh, that will kick off 8 p.m. in Kansas City. I've seen the setup. It looks, looks pretty cool. Pretty excited to get out there. Um, but the... The thing people forget, remember when – I've got a friend who's a Dolphins fan. I don't know why, how he got into it, but he's my one person I go to for Dolphins takes. And he's like, yeah, we're, tank for Tua was a thing. And he's like, yeah, now we got Tua, and our quarterback's like our biggest question mark. You know, like that There, that was the most surefire thing. I know he wasn't built Great point. like, a, Great point. The, like the, the Greek guy that you want most of these quarterbacks. He wasn't built like a Trevor Lawrence so to speak, but it was still, uh, he was going to be a surefire, bona fide pro. And yes, injuries have something to do with it, but it's also because of the way he plays. And also, he started his career off pretty rough until they just were like, all right, we're going to give him awesome receivers and an awesome offensive-minded head coach, and then we're going to try to make it work. And you know what? It did work when he was able to play last year. If he's able to play this year, then okay. But that's the... Uh, uh, Mangus, I got to give credit where credit was due. He had a hilarious line. Uh, 
it was a freezing cold takes put a video out of just all of the NFL drafts where they're talking about how great Heath Schuler is going to be or uh, you know Ryan Leaf, all these quarterback busts. <laughs> and Manga said, uh, "Man, evaluating quarterbacks is like astrology for men." <laughs> Which <laughs> it is. That's true. <laughs> Which why 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 is that a thing with women of astrology? Yeah, because it will. Give like for the bad things in their life, it's it's not their fault or people in their lives' faults. It's the stars. They can't help it. It's I mean, just it, cosmic. It's cosmic intervention. You have, you got no say in the matter. I mean, that's like the same thing as religion, though. Why are so it you is. just? It's it is. Yeah. Why astrology and not church? Is church church and not astrology? Yeah. I guess church is a little more boring. But I I don't think everybody at church, and I'm sure not everybody in astrology. I don't think people. Not since probably the 18th century where it's been like, man, it's rained for three days. We pissed off God. (laughs) You know, like we go to a lot of people go to church for whether it may be mental health or to get closer to certain relationships or just for to build a relationship with God, whatever the reasons are for going to church. Astrology, I I probably is the same mental health reason. Probably does. Uh, I just don't. It just seems sillier to us because it's probably newer. I guess. Well, the thing is, too, is Although it's I not bet new. Some people would be like, it's not new. People have been looking at the stars for. Well, and I remember the, the, folks saying, That's "Have true. you looked at your horoscope?" And you would kind of read it in the paper, newspaper back in the day when you were a kid, and you kind of laugh at it. But what is? I just, I, I guess, because people on Instagram, that that has to be where it's at, right? Some influencer got a hold of it. Now they all are like, "Oh, this kind of this makes sense." Uh huh. There's a lot of astrology people out there. What, the what, what are, what's your astrological sign, Scoots? Uh, Libra. Oh, we're, the, we're both scales. It's because we're nice and even. That's right. Even killed. What about you, Teach? I'm a Pisces. That's a fish, right? It's the fish that looks like it's kind of doing bass to mouth. Yeah, right, right. Doing so, what? Uh, it's got like the two fish. Yeah. And what did you say after that? Bass looks like mouth. bass. Like it's a bass, uh-huh. and one bass is going to the one's mouth. Yeah, that's the Okay, all right, all right. Just had to make sure I heard what I heard. Got it. <laughs> Good on you, Roush. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. A texter says, "Could you decide? Could you guys dedicate a segment entirely to Scoots explaining his upbringing?" We read that one. Yeah, no, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your life, Scoots. <laughs> It all the, the started way. on a rainy man. TJ, the, you're you're just good to go today. I, I also love the uh, the low key underrated portion of Scoots' story is just that when he went to college, he put on like a freshman fifty, but seemingly lost it all pretty quickly. Yeah, that's impressive. I didn't know. Well, that. no, it was it wasn't really quickly. I didn't lose it till after college when I went well, down to Florida when, and when everybody you was healthy. To, to lose it, you mm-hmm. lost it. Then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was running a lot. Probably why my knees don't hold up today. Imagine Scoots running. Especially if you like Scoots with 30 more pounds. Dude, I was a big yeah. runner. I would do I would do the thing. I would go to the gym. So I was living with my aunt and uncle at the time. And just to get out of the house, I would go to the gym. And I would go during strategically during Indiana games. And I would literally watch the entire game while I was on the treadmill. The The... Old classic T.J. Pelletron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Isn't uh, it great? Great way to kind of trick yourself in. Well, and then exercising by for time a few the hours. yeah by time the game's over, you're like, holy crap, I've done 12 miles. Sweet. Yeah, it's it is awesome. 
Would you run the whole time? No, I would. I would walk too. Yeah, to run the whole time for yeah, two hours. Yeah. But uh, I'm surprised you don't like walking on the golf course, Scoots. I'm not opposed to it. I just no in in lieu of time. Yeah, I'm always it, a cart it, guy. It can be just as quick. I'm not but with it, my little legs. <laughs> it really can be just as quick, and I also think a benefit to walking. Oh. I think you get like more talking time with your partners if you like that sort of stuff. Because sometimes you could be in a different cart than somebody, and like you see each other on greens and tees. Wacky Wednesday. Thursday. Four, four twenty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, an in-between, a compromise, fairway scooter for Scooter Dingus. I want to see Scooter on one of those, like, caddy motorcycle things. Oh, my God. I would love nothing more. A caddy motorcycle? It's like yeah. a, It looks like a little motorcycle, but it's like. It just puts your clothes your in car, and you. Yeah. Yeah. I would it's rip pretty, that thing nifty. up. I've never had the opportunity to ride one. I've been at a place that they've had them, but I think they were more expensive than. The, a the novelty, yeah, yeah. I was just like, yeah, I, I think I walked that day, anyways. The but, people who have the electronic ones that just pull their clubs around, yeah, those are so popular. That's what I would need if I was going to walk. Yeah, but like my, my whole point I've though is like on it. having your clubs. I get not carrying your clubs. Put them in the one of those uh, just two wheel carts yes. for lack of a better term. Does it really? Is it really that hard for you to pull that thing around that you need to have a remote control one? So. Truthfully, that's the take that I had when I first saw it. It was just like, that's cool to have, but how much more are you paying for that when I've got my little push thing and like yeah. it does just the same stuff? But sometimes there are hills where it's just like, I'm pushing that thing up and like my eyes, the hill's so steep, is like eye level with the cart as I'm pushing it up. I'm just like, it would be kind of nice just to walk. Well, and like if you got, have to push this thing up. If you have one of the electronic ones, you can, it's more of a natural walking motion, you know? Whereas if you're pushing your car. True, too. Oh, you don't want to get that Sky Attica out of the way. Humans weren't born. If you got money, you can. You probably just are like, who cares? I'll pay for this. <laughs> humans weren't made to push cart. Uh, yeah. Maybe early they humans. pushed a lot of rocks around <laughs> and built the pyramids. Or did aliens build the pyramids? Aliens. Oh, that's a good point. Is that a little hint into our trivia question? Wee, 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 going into I freaking segment. hope not. If we get anything about the pyramids. A texter <laughs> says... Did we read Dylan Ballard's one? We oh, did. Yeah, the manual labor one. Speaking of manual labor. Next one would be, uh, oh, hell, I just realized it wasn't Thursday because that was ludicrous and not Luke Bryan. Damn. Scoot's very happy with his playlist today. He's doing a... I'm, uh, not, I'm not real happy with it, but I like it. Do I need to read the text from yesterday? Oh, uh, I think you need to read the text <laughs> from yesterday. I think it's good. It's not, it's not one of my better ones, but it's good. Uh, you t- said you're pumped. I am pumped. That's not a lie. I am pumped. Well, I've, liked it, pretty good. I've liked it so far. <laughs> One song. <laughs> it is off of Zorn. A text up, so I was right about that. I didn't. I thought maybe it was in between either Lime Kiln or Zorn. I couldn't think of it. Somebody says, suck it, Roush, and they sent in a Jim Bean old granddad plant. In Frankfurt. In Frankfurt. Yeah, well, if you look at a bottle, it says Claremont, Kentucky. They and might that- have one of their plants there, but... Uh, most of the heavy lifting is in Claremont, right off that exit across from Burnham Forest. Texture says. Big old visitor center. Yeah. Buffalo Trace body wash, and this whole time I just thought TJ was a raging alcoholic. <laughs> it doesn't smell like bourbon. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great, though? No. <laughs> you just, yeah, you have, out, you have booze, booze. booze cologne. Then nobody ever knows if you're, <laughs> if you're drunk or not. Sir, have you been drinking this evening? It's just my cologne. Glad you noticed. Doesn't that sound like an SNL skit from like the mid 90s? This entire show is an SNL skit. <laughs> uh, 
funnier than an SNL skit. All right, we're going to end hour one. Hour two coming up next. We got trivia, a lot of text, and more topical recent text, which I'm excited to read on the air. Don't go anywhere. It is a Thursday edition of Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. Wow, just me and him. With one parting puff, Grim Creeper sat in. <laughs> I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. My party's all over before it began. You can pour me some old whiskey river, my friend. But I'll never smoke weed with Willie again. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is! With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. We want to hear from you on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Shout out to Thornton's and Kelly Leonardo and Alex Cupper, the best gas station in all the land and the best text line in all the land. Text on in, 502-414-1450. For now, should we get to some trivia? Hang on, pulling up a theme song. Oh, we do have somebody telling us that they work. At LCC part-time, allowed to use the course on Mondays for free if we ever want to play. It, first off, that's somebody that we know that's a frequent texter that, why wouldn't this have been, why wouldn't you well, have I'm, expressed this to the, us much earlier on? Years ago. And that was the one time I played LSC. My buddy worked there. He got us on. I think we were in high school. And we had an absolute blast. So, yes, absolutely. I would love yes. to play LLC with you. A Monday, you let me know. We can make it work. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Only Mondays? Yeah. Only Mondays. Only Mondays, because that's when... Because we're not members. Oh, that's so, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And you probably don't want to have to pay the, the, the fee. You let me know, because I'll request off on a Monday. I'll go. Well, we'll, oh, wait. We'll, I can't we'll, golf yet. Never mind. Well, you can't golf yet? You can golf. I got about... I'm I'm guessing two weeks left. I'm golfing. Was this? Are you still foam rolling? I'm foam rolling. I'm stretching. I'm he's doing all li- the things. He's lying. Yeah, he's, he's definitely doing. lying. There's lying. no way he's actively. I foam rolled last night. You didn't foam roll. Anything, I did, buddy. You didn't foam roll crap. Uh, you might have rolled something up, but I don't know if you <laughs> foam rolled. That takes way too much effort. Speaking of which, we do have a 420 theme trivia for you boys today. Oh, boy. So if you're not familiar with the game of trivia, some of these will be, they'll just have to, it's kind of big numbers. They may just have to take a guess. Some of it we're going to do, one of them will set the line, and the other person's going to have to say the over-under. We'll probably try to do two of each of those, and then if it goes down to a question five, We'll handle it from there. So we've been we were doing this during basketball season, and then the tournament started, and we got too busy. And Thursdays there were games going on and all that fun stuff. So we are on a little bit of a hiatus, but this is match seven yes. between these two. It's Ooh. all tied up three to three. Loser is the next host, or is it winner gets to pick if they okay. want to host or okay. not host? Okay. So winner will get that to make that. And then winner can also make it kind of a new trivia game. They can keep the same style. I've, I've got to totally switch it up. By the way, I've got a really fun question for when I host. It's It'll be a weekly. It'll be the same every week, although just different, a little bit different. It's going to be not a, the you, same. You all are going to love it. Okay. Well, um, so why don't you win and you can make yourself the host? I will Gosh, not. If you win, I don't. Well, you win I want to keep playing. <sighs> 
I want to host. I, I am so he's covering all. He's covering all his base. I am ready to host eventually, but uh, we're talking baseball. Today. I want to play. I want to play one more round. I don't think you're. I don't think you're ready for the big leagues. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Send him down to the bat. Can we get the music playing, please? Stay Absolutely. Down, Here we go. Okay. This one I'm gonna let Roush set the bar. Okay. Over under. There will be no typing. There will be no cheating. You hear me? I got it. Okay. Well, not even let me cheat. No. First year when the creators of 420 created 420. What year? Now, of course, it didn't become a thing till a few years later. But what year did they? And the story goes: was a group of high schoolers. And they would say 420 because at 420, that's when they'd meet up to do their drugs. What year was that that they started doing their drugs? I believe it was the year uh, we celebrated our bicentennial. I'm going to say 1976 is the over under. <laughs> do you think it was before oh. 1976 or, out, or Scoots or after 1976? Roush is just giving me a layup in the first question. I want to say it was 1965. I'm going under. Wow. I mean, great guesses between the two of you. 1971. Oh, wow. So we met in the middle. So if you had have been doing, if we had yeah. done the other type of game, what yeah. what guesses yeah. between the bo- both of you? <laughs> but Scooch gets the point. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> this is a fun one. Scooch, you're going to set the over-under here. Okay. The first documented case of marijuana being used in ancient history. What year? Oh, my goodness. And I'm going to need an AD or a BC, if we're being honest. Whoa. Uh, marijuana being in any capacity. That they found, and they were like, oh, they were We they can were, use they were this smoking for marijuana. No, they were sm- oh, like they, smoking. They, they discovered something. They said this was the year they were smoking marijuana. Okay. Um, the earliest they found some evidence that some of that nar-nar. Let's go... Oh, man. 1811 A.D. A.D. Okay. Oh, okay. So no ancient civilization. <laughs> okay, point, Roush. Yeah, just give, right. yeah, come on. Was really? It like 1500 B.C.? 2800 B.C. in China. Yeah. B.C.? Yeah. B.C., yeah. yeah. Pussing around for a while there. Holy So the way the question was going, like it was pretty clearly it was going to be. I guess the order of questions may have really hurt Scooch, because here's the next one. <laughs> <laughs> This is a not over under. I'm just going to need your all's guesses. It's going to be a year. In the 17th century, the Virginia Assembly required Virginians to grow hemp. You had to. Yep. It was a law. Mm -hmm. Which year did that law go into place? Your hint is the 17th century. Whoever is closest wins. We're all tied up 1 1. Are we typing it on the text line? No. We got to say it out loud. Scoots, do you have a number in mind? I do. I do as well. Okay. I'm going to go dead even 1750. Alrighty. What's your guess? <laughs> 1650. <laughs> Scoots, the 17th Oh my century. god, I'm in the freaking 18th so century. The year was 1632. The hint did not help Scoots. <laughs> Jesus. The hint did not help Scoots. Neither did my sleeper, this freaking Red Bull. In, what an idiot. In 1632, they said, hey, Virginians, if you don't grow hemp, you're going what, to jail. What year did you say, Roush? 1650. 18 years off. Good, guess, good guess by Roush there. Uh, he, goes up, he goes up two to one. I believe Jamestown was... Uh, uh, 12, 16, 12, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. 
This is embarrassing. Uh, 16, 19, I think. But yeah. I oh, we got to. Uh, I've, I've been to uh, Colonial Williamsburg. They still have the House of Burgesses there. Still haven't been to Williamsburg. Oh, you'll love it. I, I went as like a kid, and I couldn't. Like, I enjoyed it, but I wouldn't really appreciate it like I would now. I'd love, I'd, I know it's really dorky. I'd love to go. Uh, just really all throughout, like, the Revolution and Civil War sites in Pennsylvania, Virginia, those areas. Never done it. Because Colonial Williamsburg is, like, straight up. I mean, you're just, it's like a... You're stepping back in time. Yeah, it's yeah. a its a Disney World for history nerds. My buddy went there for college for four years. Could you imagine the thrills of that? Sometimes they get to stay up past 10 if they had enough candles. Nice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this, you're really on one this, is, this has been debunked, but in a 2013 interview, how many blunts did Snoop Dogg say he smoked in a day? In a single day... This has since been debunked. He's since said that's not totally true on this number. But what number did he say? For entertainment's sake, and we'll let Roush go first on this one. Uh, let's say... For the win, too. Lucky number 13. Okay. Scoots? 13? Yeah. All I gotta do is be closer? Give me 14. Well, that's again, like see, you're, you are, you are okay, ruining yeah. the integrity of the I, game by doing I had a because thousand. You're supposed to, you think he smokes a thousand blunts a day? I could see him saying that. Excuse well, just, well, Roush, yeah. Roush wins. I mean, but like... We... <laughs> the answer's 81. 81? That's 81. it? 81? That's it? I'm disappointed in old Snoop. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know what your performance was today. It just all... Like he said 14. Well, you know what? It was, a, it was a pod theme, and he lived up to the theme. Yeah, I mean, because you could have been like out. 20 and like not just been the jerk that played one over. Stoops it. Also, Snoop said he smoked 81. Nobody's no chance. That for a no chance no. anybody smoking 81 blunts a day. Oh, my God. How many God. is that an hour? Three, over three an hour. Three to four an hour. Yeah. And that's not including any sleep. I thought 13 was a lot. Let's say you're sleeping for eight hours. That gives you I mean, 16 you're sleeping, hours. If you're smoking a lot of weed, you're sleeping. You're... 64. That's five. That's five in your awake time. Yeah, right. Can we do the last one just so I can... Make myself feel better. Yeah, because, like, what the hell is this today? This is, uh... Yeah, no, I just want you both to see who can get the closest. Yeah. What was the marijuana sale revenue in Colorado in 2022 in total dollar amounts? And it's actually... It was down 20% from 2021, if you can believe that. Down 20%. 20%! And this number, by the way, is just huge. There's your hint. Huge number. Scoots? 68,250,000. Sixty-eight million two hundred fifty thousand. Uh, yeah, so sixty-eight I'm a, million. Sixty-eight million is his number. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go one hundred and ten million. One point seven billion. <laughs> Roush wins four one. <laughs> uh, see, and I didn't know if it would be in the billions or not because I guess if that's just gross sales. Right, yeah. like it's not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah. is. It's kind of like when they show you that total handles Ooh. for how much money was bet. It's like, well, that's not how much money the casino made. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But it's a big uh, number. People it catches eyeballs, and it is a real number. It's just not the total representation yeah, just of what's what people coming are in. bringing home. Yeah, right, right. So a recap of the game seven trivia. Just a total bust from Jeez. Scoots. Scoots got the first question, but that'd be all for him, unfortunately. Uh, when did marijuana become a thing? And both had great guesses on that. Uh, just the over-under aspect gave Scoots the win. And then after that, it just all went It got ugly. Yeah. It got ugly. He thought the first documented case of marijuana being used in the history of humans was in 1811. Uh, for the 17th Scoots, century. They were prescribing that as medicine in 1811. Like, what the? 
for the 17th century Virginia law, Scooch went outside the 17th century. <laughs> he thought Snoop Dogg smoked 1,000 blunts right a day. I mean, you would have said 100 and actually been very close, oh. but you had to add that extra zero. And he was like, what? $900 million off on the Colorado pot sales. You know what, Scoots? I think you need a fresh reset, and Jeez. I think you need to bring your trivia game to the forefront for our next seven-game series between me and the sports star. Wow! Yeah! Well, we'll get to hear that question that you've been wanting to ask so often. All right, I'm ready. Whether or not you're ready for the big leagues, you're going to have to step it, up, Buckaroo. It is. And, and you know what? If this trivia game sucks, me and TJ have the right to insult you. That's like, true. like you're an intern. I mean, that's, that's going to happen anyways. Yeah. That's also true. Yeah. All, no lies being told here on Kentucky Roll Call this morning on Big Exports. So can I, can I decide what day we play then if I'm the host? Yeah, but like Thursday, you see how slow today is? Yeah. Like yeah. What else will we be talking about today? Thursday, okay. So we should stick with Thursday. Yeah, yeah probably, but if... But if if, maybe if we want to do Wednesday... If like, you want to give us a heads up and be like, hey, tomorrow may be really slow, should we do trivia? And then sure. Yeah, let's just, yeah, yeah, let's just kind of stick to slow days, though. Got it. A texter says on the Thornton's text line, you went to bed early for that ass kicking? No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Wasted my money on... Wasted my money on this freaking Red Bull. What was your favorite answer? <laughs> uh, the 16th, <laughs> 17th century yeah. one. Scoot's not knowing the centuries. What an I mean, idiot! Do you know it or did you just? Wait, no, when he said that, TJ, I, I was like, wait. I know, and it I just, made me question. Like, this, it's I the saw 1600s. your face. I saw yeah. you light up. I wanted just you to answer and be like, well, obviously, since Roush was in the 17th century, <laughs> and get Scoot's reaction to that, but. Yeah, I just went a century too much. Do you not I, do you not know how centuries work? No, I do. I just I had a blank moment. Because twentieth century Fox, that's how you remember. It's the big logo and that was around in the nineteen hundreds. <sighs> yeah. yeah, I mean there's other ways to remember it. Well, that's too, but I, that's a yeah. good way. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That works. That I'm works. just I'm just a doofus. Just didn't come to perform. That's all I can say. Do you know what century we're in right now? We are in that would this would be the twenty first? Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, the 19th, for sure. Or the 20th, for sure. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> a weed. <laughs> I, you struck me for a 13th century type of guy. Whenever, 1811, whatever century that was, the 19th. <laughs> this is a fun show. <laughs> Maybe not for the listeners, did but not, we're having a good time. Did not know what I was getting into this morning, but we're, we're oh, in man. it. We're in it, all right. What do we got on the... Thornton's uh, line. It's Shane, probably going to get only more ridiculous. Shane O'Bannon asked, uh, hey guys, anyone know why I can't share the podcast on Facebook anymore? Maybe it has something to do with our settings. Maybe we got to change the group settings or something. Scoots, why can't she share the Facebook anymore? we got to just make sure those po- like you said shareable. You said a while back that there was like too many bots or something in the Facebook group, so you made it private. That's probably what it is, Shannon O'Bannon. Scoots mm. on the money there. Yeah, yeah I, think that, the- I bet that's probably what it is. We were just getting so many bots. And they were like posting these job listings, and I don't want somebody's oh, poor GG being on the Kentucky Roll Call Facebook page and be like, "This would be a great job for my boy." And then they click it, and then boom, everything's gone. The um, Hacker City USA. I've had somebody who went to high school with, and clearly hacked by a Bitcoin person who just keeps posting about how great um, he's made so much money. He's got all this land. He might even build a church on it because he's made so much money Bitcoin mining, and it's the first thing I'd want to do if I had a bunch of money, build but, a church. But he does. I mean, he, he obviously doesn't know because he never got on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, one of my friends dead. You see all that money Cotton's making off of uh, Bitcoin mining? It's like no, it's it's very clearly not him. 
And I mean, I've reported it, but I don't know how. To, like, they're just going to keep. Could you on. reach out to your buddy and be like, "Hey, you're being scammed to Bolivia." I don't. He probably been, doesn't care. By the way, he speaking, also the there is a he is one of those person that could probably get fought for a Bitcoin scam. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's true. Speaking of Facebook, they're doing a 725 million class act class action lawsuit if you had the app from 07 to 22. So there you go. I, mean, I don't believe that. They are. All. I did have the app from that time. So, so sign I, up for the class action lawsuit. I get Wait, money. Is it going to... You get money. For what? Uh, basically, they were letting a third, a well-known third-party analytics company see your information. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't... I mean, it's happening probably everywhere. Yeah. Um, but if Facebook wants to give me money, I will take it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, here's... Are, are we... Is anybody losing their blue check mark today? I d- I never I never had one. Me neither. Wasn't cool I think enough. this is like a I, I should rightfully so get made fun of for this, but that's fine. I think I am Twitter shadow banned. I think the old Twitter shadow banned me because of my dangerous right wing leanings. No, in all seriousness, I don't know what is up, but like anytime I post a GIF or a picture, it's like we put a content warning on this picture. Does that happen to you? That's kind of weird. Every every. Post of a picture. Also, they put that on so many. Like it'll be a kid's uh, recruitment graphic or a notes app, and they'll, I'll, I'll be like, this could be sensitive content. I'm like, what? So that's what happens to me, and I don't know why. Yeah, I I don't, I don't get it. But it is, um, it is just like okay, the, the check mark kind of meaningless, um, kind of meaningless now. I, I I someday may have to make the decision if I'm going to pay for Twitter. I certainly am on it enough where it's like... It would be worth it, right? But I'm not going to do it right away, definitely. The other thing that I don't... Uh, I'm the type of sucker, though. Like If I like a podcast, I'll go like donate to their podcast fund. To be like, <laughs> I've enjoyed your product. You need my money for this. So like Twitter, I wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. But I, I need to see more features to make it worthwhile for now. So far, and I haven't seen that for uh, me. They... Uh, just looking at the, I'm not keeping up with the day to day of their business, but apparently it hasn't generated a lot of revenue, as much revenue as they hoped. I'm sure firing 80 percent of the staff has been much more financially profitable yeah. than than that. Probably. Yeah, it turns out bad business decision by Elon um, so far. Huh? We'll see. We'll see. Everybody wants it to fail so badly. Um, I don't. I haven't really noticed much different. I like the for you page. Everybody whines about that so much. Oh, anyway. I don't mind that. The thing that pisses me off. There's my one gripe about it is trying to search for people now is so asinine. Like I, I don't. You have to have their handle instead of their name, or it's just it's very bad on picking up who I'm trying to look for. I haven't noticed that, but that can be very frustrating. Especially when I'm trying to find a kid. Like uh, it's mostly recruiting, right? You're just yeah. I type in the player's name, but no, I need to know that they're little baller seventy seven. I gotta type that in. That kind of stuff annoys me. You could try just the good old fashioned Google Twitter name, see if that helps. That is one thing that is uh, helpful with uh, like our own three database. They put all of the, if you click on nil, it has all the player social stuff on there. Shannon, that is nice. Yeah. Shannon O'Bannon also said, P.S. Enjoy your Wacky Wednesday, 420 Eve. A no problem. says, some say swimming in Ohio is why Roush has no ears. So this is the above ground pools. <laughs> Fillers. I have a recent A.J. Reed story. Oh, nice. My veteran nonprofit had a booth at the Indiana Deer and Turkey Expo. He saw my U.K. chair and I got... From the scramble, and we were chopping it up for about uh, for a bit about Kentucky sports. 
He brought some raffle tickets and ended up winning one of our prizes. Since he retired from the MLB, he's helping out high school athletes navigate their athletic futures. Awesome guy. Good for that, that's a that's a fun catch up. That's, that's from, from Levi. Levi. That is awesome. And it all started from a UK chair. Yeah. From the scramble. That's awesome. I had somebody text me. I didn't get to listen to the Rutherford show yesterday, but supposedly Trevor called our radio show another radio show that also has three letters. Hmm. It's like the ninth time he's done that. Sick of that guy. Hey, fellas. Brad from Bellbrook here. It's time for another episode of Howard's Hypothetical Hysteria. Let's get some music for the suits for the future. (laughs) Like an organ just like... Or like the Twilight Zone or something. If you could be guaranteed to have a top five offensive line or be guaranteed to have the best turnover margin in college football next season, which one are you taking? Can't go wrong with either one, Brad from Bellbrook. Give me the top five offensive line. Um. Okay. So here's let's let's suss it out. So part of the reason why top five offensive line is so appealing is because we know. What Kentucky has been able to do with the top five offensive line. They did that last year, or excuse me, 2010, and they were a 10 win team, right? They were Joe Moore Award finalists, had an All American in Darian Kennard, had a third round draft pick in Luke Fortner. Uh, was Landon? No, he wasn't. They had Darius, the left tackle on that team. Let me find this. The the thing I want to look up because turnover margin. I'm I want to see how it correlates to actual success. Uh, last year, teams with top five turnover margin, USC was number one. They played in the Cotton Bowl. Duke, well. Illinois, Middle Tennessee, Penn State. Yeah, no guarantee that you're going to be great with that. The top list. five offensive line correlates to more success. Michigan had the best offensive line last year. They were in the playoff. Yeah. You know, um, LSU. I just think if you have a, a top five offensive line in college football, your bar becomes much lower. Like, you're not losing to bad teams. Yeah, yeah. Very, very high level. for uh, LSU. They won the Joe Moore yes. Award the year they won. Or they were the, the baddest asses, or you know. So, I, I think that's it's And especially, too, the thing with uh, the turnover margin, you don't get as much credit for it either. Last year, you, they talked about it uh, throughout the season. At least the second half, like, USC can't keep this up. <laughs> this turnover margin thing, it's eventually going to get him because Caleb Williams just didn't throw interceptions. And then what happens later on in the year? He starts yeah. – it, it caught up with him, right? They, they started having interceptions. So, uh, and I, here's the other thing, too. We saw this back in the COVID season. Kentucky had one of the best turnover margins in all of college football. Remember? Another pick six! Another pick six! Mm. And it's a lot of fun, but it also, like you said, it doesn't guarantee success in the same way. I agree. So, Brad, we're on the same page with that one. A texter says, Governor debate thoughts, if anybody cares, most likable, Alan Keck. Least likable, Kelly Craft by far. I don't think Matt Jones is going to be able to even spin it for her, his buddy, Kelly Craft. That was horrible. She sounded like... Holy smokes. So the thing about Kelly Craft is that whenever she got in the race, you're like, okay, we got we got another money bags coming in. But you know what? She's a UK money bag, so maybe she'll at least be kind of like one of us. But it, everything about her campaign has been the most like, how do... Like, you it, have that bankroll, and this is like your talking points. This is what you've been trained yeah. to like hit home on. If I, I, I texted you, I was like, hearing her say wokeism was just cringy. Yeah, like it was bad. I mean, she's not running a national campaign. It's one thing if you're running a national campaign, and this is what you're trying to do: you're trying to win governor. 
And it just, it just, it's the, it sounded like a, a, a robot with although deep pockets. Cracked me up that she was, what is your definition of wokeism? And then Ryan Quarles gets like the most gross, disgusting rape hypothetical possible. And it's like, your governor, what do you do? It's like, what, what, what? Uh, to the person, I, I, Alan Keck had never heard of him. He had the very much the like, um. He d- he was the other person that different. I kept getting Mike Harmon and Ryan Corals. I couldn't. They sounded very similar, so I couldn't tell who was talking Agreed. to who. Uh, but Alan Keck differentiated himself, especially when he talked about. Uh, I thought Keck and Corals did a solid job. I, I don't know. There was one comment he had about was it woke, where he was just like, uh, I don't. Because with a lot of these things, we get these different buzzwords that, and he was just like, you know, whatever. I don't know what the definition is. I was like, ah. Oh, Thank you, Alan Keck. Like, we're not getting latched on to just buzzwords to try to get people all pissed off. And primary debates are tough in the sense that, like, most of these people agree with policy and yeah. in, in certain issues. So you have to feel like you you kind of differentiate a little bit, and sometimes it can lead to some hilarity, which well, there was a lot of it yesterday. The big winner, obviously, Daniel Cameron, uh, <laughs> got praised, got oh. talked about a ton, uh, he made a, a genius decision not to be a part of that debate. I think Which, he will waltz th- to the Republican primary nomination. Yeah, and it just sucks because you don't want to reward that, right? He's you, doing like four other debates. He'll be talking. Yeah, but who's I watching? just don't think you need like. And obviously, Matt. I think Matt's questioning were very much get you gotcha questions for November to be like. But you said you said in May that you were going to vote for Trump. What chain? You know, you know. I, I, a lot of it felt kind of. Defend your Republican stance, where in a Republican primary, it should be seeing what is different about your Republicanism than this person's. Not so much like what what do you have against what do you have against what what what's your example of wokeism in school? I would just because like, every Republican uh, agrees that like they want school teachings to be a certain way or not a certain way. So when you have them have to make their own definitions of something that they're all pretty much on the same page for, except I do agree with you, I like Keck's answer there, it's all it's doing is just kind of creating a divide within a party that's trying to win an election. I thought they were most on the same page, though. Like, they didn't really go after each because, other. They wanted to oh, go I after agree. Cameron. And 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 that's my, th- my, my whole, like, I, I would like Two people participation asking Cameron from, a question when he's not there. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kelly Craft's question to Cameron was probably, I mean, was just so nonsensical, yeah, yeah. Ra- like, just rabble rabble. Because she got, she got beat up for her ad, but it's like, Her question yeah, but you, was, Dan- Daniel Cameron, what would you say to the families that have had people impacted by drug loss? I bet Daniel Cameron would love to answer that question. Yeah, because he would talk about the fentanyl settlement, settlement exactly. that he's gotten. Yeah, yeah. it would be pretty, pretty easy. Yeah, it would yeah, be very like easy. It would be a layup. Um, oh, Kelly. Yeah, I, I just, I, I would have liked him to be there to get a little bit more, because they would have all come, everybody's gunning after the top dog. Yes. And they, and that's so how, that would have made those it, debates usually work. That would have made it a lot more and that's entertaining. And why Daniel Cameron said, I'm just going to sit this one out. I am the top dog. I yeah, don't need that. He's, he's cruising to the. I think he is. Just And again, I think Corals did solid. Keck, he's just too far behind, but I thought he did solid as well. I'm going to be curious because they did have the poll come out that Bashir's like approval ratings sky high. I'm curious what uh, what the, the Bashir versus Cameron will be like. Because I think Bashir's going to lose. 
And it's nothing to, like, I personally, I, I don't like how he handled the pandemic. I know there's both sides of it. He seems like a, a great family guy. If he's Kentucky's governor for another four years, it's not going to be the end of the world. Mm-hmm. That being said, I just look back at this past November where Republicans had their best run in the state ever. And you're telling me a year later, a guy who barely beat Matt Bevin is going to yeah. shift the narrative a year sure. later for a state that just went as red as red could get. I have a hard time believing it. No, I and do. also Daniel Cameron having the Trump endorsement in Kentucky, where Trump is as popular as any other state right, outside right. of West Virginia. It's going to be tough. I, I, my, my biggest thing is I just wonder how much it matters that governor's kind of a standalone race. Like, there's not really anything else up for grabs besides the is other that so? is there elected else? positions. Because, yeah, we don't have any midterm congressional. Like, it's that's why they moved governor to this weird odd year because it's not presidential, it's not congressional, like, nothing else is out there. So, in theory, I guess I that, haven't looked into that. That that's way, you're like, the reason why they did it is so you're not just because Republicans wanted to do it because for the longest time, Kentucky would just vote Democrat and, you know. Yeah. Keep the wheels turning. You were just voting party line. So, um, so yeah, I, it, it'll it'll be fun to follow. I do uh, just appreciate having the like a governor's race for me is the most a governor and mayoral. Those are the ones that matter most to us, right? Because they're the Agreed. you know like uh, our our presidential vote doesn't matter at all. <laughs> Like it, especially in the state of Kentucky, like I it's mean, just expressing your political beliefs and the power of voting does matter. But correct, You're but not, as far as like a, we aren't in correct. a swing state, we aren't in you know uh, they they, they kind of know where it's going to go before it happens. Correct. So the 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 governor and the mayor, those ones matter, and they matter too for more. Like, oh, yeah, you're a local president. legislator. Like, people, th- that impacts your life much more than what's going on at the federal level. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, like, that's why I, I, I appreciate uh, having. Like, that's why I like having all of them involved. Is just for me. Uh, okay, like these guys, they're 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 wanting to get my vote, sort of deal. Yeah, and again, you got to play the game too, though. That's true. And yep, yep. he's doing other ones. It's not like he's not doing any debates. He just didn't want a Democratic Senate candidate to probably be the ones asking the questions for a Republican primary. Yep. Uh, Texter says. Oh, we already read that. They one. said uh, John Bull is the worst. He's the biggest hypocrite. Be Acts careful. all tough about investigating. Be careful with this one. If people. It's not true. Um, and he's, uh, had his own troubles. It's ridiculous. Uh, my thing is, is like, I don't know if John Bulls had legal troubles or not. Yeah. But like, also like to judge somebody based off what they did 10 years ago is kind of, yeah, you should never fair. look at somebody at their worst moment. Yeah. Um, I think John Bulls is great. Than... Uh, he's a friend, um, nice guy. I'm a big fan. And Texter, I, you, you're entitled to your own opinions about anybody. Um, I would just say it does seem like John Bull cares as much about the community that he is serving as a reporter than maybe any other journalist in this town, except for Nick Roush with the UK football beat, of course. Of course, yes. But, like, you don't get too many news folks that are going out into the streets to try to help Louisville's drug problems. Yeah, and I also appreciate that he still does. Like, I know you're mad about the Axel tough. Part of that is just the way they edit stuff because they want to make it look very seriously. I understand it. But, like, the dude is actually, like, he's the most – Probably the most recognizable anchor in town, and he's like in the West End, like trying to talk to people. Like, good for you. You're not just reading the prompter. Yeah, no, yeah. there's no no doubt about it. Uh, he goes all over and does his reporting, and and again, you're entitled to your opinion. Ooh. Let's take our last break. Oh, I want to get to this one okay. quickly. And then, all right. TJ and Rush, would you let Scoots officiate your wedding if you weren't married yet? No, because I'm a good Catholic who got married by priests. And Scoots, unless, well, he's celibate. That's so true. Scoots, you you gonna go be a priest? No. 
Come on. Much. Uh, my gran- my grandma would want nothing more, but no. Oh. No, well, I guess she, I, she's going to be I disappointed in your career. I've done way too much Catholic church. I'd let Scoots do it. By the way, Scoots, I'm sure you probably do not want to do this, but my mom was... She was the you were the one person she brought up. Uh, I guess she's going to a derby party and they need like a like a dealer, like somebody to place the bets for the people. Yeah, no. She thought you may be interested. In I'll that. be at the track. Probably make good money doing that. Oh yeah. Oh, I know. I got a buddy that does it. And he he gets filthy she was rich. Like he could wear a little bow tie. I was like, he's not just your play prop, mom. Yeah, you would like that. <laughs> I bet she would. <laughs> Let's take our last break. Come back. We'll wrap up the show. Uh, the A's are heading to Las Vegas. Hey, I do appreciate the thought, though, Miss Walker. Jennings, to you. We'll oh, be yeah. back. This Whoops. is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Oh, DJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Galen. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Say, so, hey, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> Welcome back. One final segment of your 420 Kentucky Roll Call Thursday edition of the show. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Hope you're having a great day. It'll be better if you get your Shady Ray sunglasses on your face in this 85-degree weather. ShadyRays.com. They do an awesome replacement pair promise. If your sunglasses are lost, stolen, or you just want your order sent back to you, you pay a small processing fee. It's incredibly easy. I've done it. I've done it multiple times. You get your order sent right back to you, and then you get another pair of sunglasses. And then you have two. Or if you had lost, broken, or they had been stolen, then you get your replacement pair back so you still have a nice pair of sunglasses they also do 30-day money-back guarantee and you can save cash at shadyrays.com when you use promo code big x it's already great deals on polarized sunglasses cheap prices for really really quality shades but promo code big x gets you 25 percent off and they've got sunglasses for every occasion they've got blue light glasses they've got it all go to shadyrays.com today we got more texts. Do we have any other things to? You just mentioned the A's going to Vegas. And it's yeah, like playing baseball in a desert in the summer sounds miserable. They're probably going to have an indoor stadium. You'd think. There is there. In, I guess the, the, the A's Astros. Had, the A's are had indoor. to buy the piece of land. Rangers are indoor. The they're indoor as well, mm-hmm. and you can play a lot of night games. You know, but um, yeah, I I feel bad for people in Oakland, where it's just like all of your teams are going to Vegas because. Sorry. Oakland, but you've got San Francisco? No Never been out there. Is it actually that big of a pain to get to the other side of the bay? No, not really. I don't think a lot of people I don't I don't know if a lot of people like going to Oakland or I, mean, I don't know if a lot of people like the, going to San Francisco, the A's but they are also literally across from one another. And neglected. Did you see where they have like a possum that's taking up shop mm-hmm. in their um TV away. The teams TV booth? Yeah. Yeah. So like I mean they're, they're kind of doing this themselves. Well, they've been doing it for a long time. They never really Care. were getting invested. Right, right. And everybody's just going to Vegas because that's what everybody else is doing. But I think they're going to still be the Vegas Athletics. Which uh, they were originally the Boston Athletics. Is that correct? I believe that's accurate. Yeah. yeah. A texter on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450, says, 
You order that shirt thinking it's a question mark, and when you get it, there's no question mark. That's how he announces, LOL. <laughs> wow, that's great. They should be like, order this question mark shirt surprise for a surprise. And then the first person that gets it just goes to Twitter. No, you got to ship them all out at the same time. So everybody gets it at the same time. That In the nil age, you got to be creative, Scoots. Yeah. I like what you're thinking here, buddy. I like what you're thinking, Texter on the Thornton sex line. That's a good one. Kirby says, Roush, Vescovy is the ultimate flopper. Folky and Williams, Grant Williams, much worse. I I agree with Roush. Vescovy's bad, but, but I mean, Folky was the worst. I think he was worse than Grant Williams. Because Grant Williams was actually getting down. contact. You know, yeah. like there, he was a bruiser, so there was going to be contact. He would just sometimes flop. Folky was a loser. Yeah. And I say that lovingly, of course. But, like, he... And at least Grant Williams was good at basketball. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing. Like, I can tolerate some flopping if you're... And good at basketball. Yeah. Fulky was not. He was, like, He was... He's basically... I mean, part of it's me looking in the mirror a little bit. But I wasn't very good. I was just big, long. I was all over the damn place. and scheming around. But, like, he just... Yeah. He did have better hair than you. Much better. Son of a... Fulky had a great head of lettuce. I'll be honest, it's very surprised. Oh, we read that one. Morning, fellas. I had the pleasure of seeing two of my favorite comedians, Andrew Santino and Bobby Lee at the Palace last night. It was a blast. Who would you say your all's favorite comedians are? That's the guy that's in uh, Dave, which I need to watch that new season, but he's the manager. By the uh, way, I heard Peter Adam Santino. Sandler at the Palace was just hysterical. Really? Like, my buddy was like, I think it was probably my favorite comedy show I've ever been to. And I was like, it's probably not going to be good. I'm not going to go. Adam Sandler, if he was at the Palace, that'd be one thing. But at the Yum Center, it's probably going to be a zoo. Yeah. Like I, I, And the wife was like, you felt that way? That's dumb. She was like, I wanted, she's like, I kind of wanted to go. It's like the movie star of our childhood. We should have seen him. And I was like, but yeah, we should have. The only, the only thing so about I regret that. comedians that I struggle with is like, I, the, the, the cost for some of these is just like, it is. for just an hour. Is the Morgan Wallen tickets for tonight? Well, it's out of control country show, so it's, it's a, like four it's hours. It's the Yum Center, though, you know. Like, what were they? How much were they? The the Reese. I don't know how much they cost when you bought the tickets. Probably like but forty. The, but what's resale? The worst. The worst seats. The cheapest tickets you can get, which are the worst seats. It's like three hundred and eighty dollars a ticket. That's crazy. It's why don't, wild. Why don't entertainers? Final fours and like, I mean, Super Bowls obviously are more expensive, but. If I was an entertainer of any sort, singer, comedian, that would be my one request. Like, make ticket prices affordable for everybody. Well, but he probably made them, but it's just this is the resale value. This they sold out. Gotcha. So, uh, By the way, have you all seen uh, any Burt? I think it's Kreischer? Kreischer? Burt, Burt Kreischer, yeah. He's yeah, fun. He is freaking hilarious. I've been on a big Burt kick lately. He, uh, I haven't dove into his podcast, but I really enjoy him a lot. It's just, I will say, you know, you I've heard the machine story. It's a great story. But uh, sometimes you're like, can we can we not tell the machine story? Did you see, see I don't making a movie about it? No, but I see I've watched three of his stand-ups and I'm not familiar with the machine story. What? Yeah. You serious? Serious. That's like his. Uh, that's what got him famous. Well, he yeah, he hasn't up, said it in any of the stand-ups well, I've watched. Look up Bert. It's probably because of his specials. But if he's on tour, he tells the machine story. I'll I think every up. time. But just look up Bert Kreischer of the Machine on YouTube. Uh, but they're going to have a, a. Long story short, he. Kind of got in the Russian mob. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, and they're making a movie about it where uh, the guy who, uh, gosh, I, I, Jimmy Jimmy uh, Tatro is playing the younger version of him. Uh, Burt Kreischer just has a fascinating life. He's fun. Yeah. I really like uh, Nate Bergazzi, too. He's, uh, I, I appreciate his dress sense of humor. 
And I did I did go to what's the they don't call it the comedy caravan, but the place at Mid City Mall. I went and listened to Josh Arnold there, who does the Bob and Tom show, uh-huh. and laughed my ass off. I had so much fun. I love those little venues like Comedy Caravan and the Comedy Club on Main Street downtown. Yeah, like those are, that's great. Palace for the big ones. Yum Center is just, I don't know. I don't want to yeah. do an arena. I don't want to do an arena for comedy, I don't, weirdly enough. Chappelle, easily the funniest stand-up guy I've ever seen. I, I was just, tears were just rolling one after one. I, like, I mean... I was crying during the whole bit. But see, that, that's the only thing is it's like, man, I guess I guess it's worth it, but like $200 for an hour show or an hour and a half is just, it's a lot to... If, the, if it's good and it's yeah. worth it, it's worth it. But yeah, you better be funny if you're paying that much money. And then saw Anthony Jeselnik, and he was at, basically, he was at that place on Main, which mm-hmm. I, I would have thought he would be at the Palace, and those tickets were only like 30 bucks. Oh, and I, that I love good. Anthony yeah. Jeselnik. I think he's Because he's, he's very much a... Uh, he's a smart comedy guy. Like, his jokes, it's like... They really zag. Exactly. Yeah, like, his punchlines really zag. He builds it up, and then he'll zag in, like, the most dark, hilarious way. And, oh, uh, man. I'm a fan of his. I uh, re- one of my friends is, uh, he's, you know, you get in those little Instagram where they send you the reels and stuff, and you, you, I'm sure you have some real friends like that, right? Correct. Well, one, he, he's been on a real stand-up kick, and one of his, I don't know who this random guy was, but it reminded me of a Justin Nick joke. He's like, you know, I was raised by a single mom. I got so much respect for single moms. Uh, the work they put in, just, it's, it's tough. It's tough out there, but I, I respect them so much that my kid is also going to be raised by a single mom. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's, like, the, you know, that's the setup The there. fun, mm-hmm. the fun little, ah, gotcha. By the way, TJ, I told Roush this a couple weeks ago, but you remember the whole I don't like Dave Chappelle thing? Yes. Just the show. I watched his stand-up, and he is actually really funny in stand-up. So I've kind of kind of changed my position on Dave Chappelle. Which is more understandable. Well, like, because also, the show is now almost 20, over 20 years over old. Over 20 years yeah. old, yeah. So I, just don't like the, I just don't like the type of humor that's in the show. Gotcha. Uh, his, do you do you like skit shows though, or is that just genre just not? For yeah, you? maybe that genre is just not for me. Because I didn't like the I think you should leave. So. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what it is then. Because I freaking love just sketches. I'm a big fan. Five of minute it. jokes. The the history of the world part two. But I enjoy. I mean, I've enjoyed SNL just, over the years. Just so. Lincoln being depressed because he's tall and he can't get pants to fit him. It's a classic gag. Robert, way to go, Nick. You got me riled up. Titans are not in a complete rebuild. They're bringing back a top 10 defense, number one rushing defense, and upgraded the worst offensive line in human history. Now this team, now is this team going to win the Super Bowl or even be considered a top 10 team? No. But it's clear the Texans and the Colts are tanking. The Jags are in cap hell and watch all their best free agents walk, including one of the best defensive players to the Titans. However, keep Will Levis as far away from my favorite NFL team as possible. Stay at 11 and draft offensive line. I mean, Robert, here's the thing, buddy. I, I- <laughs> <laughs> you fired your GM in the middle of the year. What the hell is that called? That's called a rebuild. He he traded away your best weapon, and now you're in right of Tannehill. Okay? You're stuck with him for a year longer than you need to. You're probably going to get a quarterback, and it who knows if it's going to work out or not. But see, here's the problem, Robert. I think you would rather – like. the Titans have been, as you put it, they've been like the, the sneaky good team. Under Mike Vrabel, I think Vrabel's coaching has gotten him. You know, when they upset Lamar, and were they, they were in the conference championship game against the Chiefs one year in Kansas City, they've they've exceeded their expectations. But you've built this team around Derrick Henry. How many more good years Derrick Henry got left in him? He's defied all odds at this point. But like you're on the back end of your window. Your window's closing. It's shut. I know you don't want to call it a rebuild, and you have a chance to make the playoffs. But I think you would almost rather be terrible and completely rebuild than just this kind of 
middle of the road that you're most certainly going to be in for the foreseeable future. The only chance you have at not being in the middle of the road is because the AFC South stinks. Really, it's just the Jags are resurging. The Jags are the new you. Uh, And by the way, Robert, you did get up 10-0 in 17-7 in that AFC championship game, and nobody can take that away from you. John here, good morning to all. Glad to hear some Eric Church this morning. Maybe play some Wallen or Ryan Upchurch and his songs, Real Country or Holler Boys. Now that that is some good music, my friends. Who do you all have in the NBA playoff games tonight? I have the Warriors, the Suns, and give me the Nets, plus four and a half. Hopefully I just make some cash. We'll got to go talk to you later. I love the Warriors. I'm taking the points, although that line keeps coming down, which is weird. Uh, no Draymond, but still the Warriors at home, like, come on. I think they're going to pro- – I think Kings will They'll kind of take a step back in this one. Kings just need to take care of home court advantage. If they can get one on the road, then that will pretty much do the series. But they'll they'll probably be playing just for home. And then let's see. I like I like all the favorites tonight, actually. Oh, all favorite parlay. I like the Warriors. I like the Suns, and I like uh, who was the other one? <laughs> the Sixers on the road. I like the Sixers. It's, on, it's, what, bro- it's Brooklyn. What? Only minus four and a half. I know. Maybe it stinks too much. Maybe you should take the Nets. But I like all the favorites, John. I'm not a great NBA better though, so. Bet responsibly. Good morning from Tampa. Ooh, lovely Tampa. Here it's nice this time of year. Hopefully the Bolts go up 2-0 against those maple syrup chugging losers from Canada. Scoots, you picked a great hockey team. Also, guys, I got engaged a couple weeks ago, so be on the lookout for those invites. Thanks for everything you all do. Amazing job. I love the show. Congrats! What were you thinking? No kidding. What were you thinking? No, it's very exciting. This was my five-year anniversary of our rehearsal dinner night which was on 420, which was funny. And then the wedding uh, tomorrow. So I'll probably be bringing that up again tomorrow. It's great. You'll love it. Do you it. have any uh, big, uh, big big, plans, big night out Friday night? The, the, the pink guy kind of put a – kind of stopped. No, no, we don't. We were going to do a nice dinner and then the pink eye, but now we think we probably can do a nice dinner, but now it may be too late. So we're going to – we'll we'll do something. We'll figure something Maybe out. Maybe you do the thing where they um, – they you, you get the nice – Dinner in, have a nice dinner at home. Get salsaritas catered. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind that. Not <laughs> a bad idea, Scoots. A whole salsaritas catering. Yeah. All those wild. I mean, you would love to have those wildly addictive chips on around the house. Two locations in Louisville, Middletown, and St. Matthews. Perfect for catering. Could build options. nachos on each other. TJ, late text, but Bashir will win. Democrats come out for governor, U.S. Congress, and president election. State races, not so much. It's all across the country. Well, they haven't really been doing too hot. For, I mean the congressional one for the other last stuff. Year. Um, but that All being right. said, we'll see. I, I would just tell you, Texter, that Bashir narrowly beat out Matt Bevin, one of the worst governors in Kentucky history. I will say though, his the, to rebuff that slightly, he was he's his perception's much different now than it was then. Like we just thought he people, was. A, I don't think it is. I agree. I because like, he was very much like, all right, we're just getting uh, the it, old governor's kid, and now he has a little bit of rapport. As like, okay, we can wait on this guy when we need a leader. But he's gonna have. I mean, again, it's just such a red state, and there's no Republicans that like Andy Bashir. So yeah, you're gonna have yeah. like all of them saying that stuff. I think it'll be a close race. I think it's gonna get really heated. It'll be fun. I really don't won't mind who wins. Truthfully, probably. Uh, I may have a preference, uh, but uh, again, I don't think Bashir is a bad guy, and I think that's important. The, the biggest thing that uh, I do think he's made mistakes though. that Cameron needs to do is just say that like all of his accomplishments are because of the Republican legislature, not him. That's how you just sow any sort of. And of course, and then Bashir will come back and be like, "Not so fast. I did this, and they fought me on that." So they'll be able to have their cases. Yeah. It's going to be. Uh, it, it will be an interesting. Have you, race. Have you driven down I sixty five? Everybody will be really past nice. E Town yet. 
They're building that battery plant there? E-Town. Actually, no, usually it's, I don't go further than that for appraisals. It's, E-Town's my get-off. It's um, this battery plant. I mean, it takes up, like, seemingly a mile. It is the most. It is the one of the largest construction projects I've ever seen. They're doing the That's electric great. car battery thing. So yeah, it'll be really good. I think it's in between the Glendale exit and the uh, uh, the Bluegrass Parkway one. But I was going by, and you know, you're in the car with a three year old. You're like, oh, look at the backhoes, and you're like, oh my gosh, there's seven cranes. Like it, it is a enormous project. So. Good for jobs. I like it. Yeah. Happy about it. Fun 420 game. If the following people were weed strains, I mean, can we? Uh, I don't. Not, I don't know if there's enough pot in the world to be high enough for this game, Texter. <laughs> if the following people are weed strains, is the strain name. Example, Coach Cal, the Italian gelato. Oscar, glass cleaner Kush. What would be the strain for Ugo? Ugo, regret this. <laughs> Gonna regret this. Uh, the Anthony Davis, Mark Stoops, Will Levis. Oh, we don't have the time it's for tough. it. If you like stand-up, make sure you add the garbage podcast to the rotation. Blair Sochi, who opened for Jeselnik, was hilarious, too. Was that the girl? I wasn't crazy about that girl. The biggest comics are still going to play clubs when they're building a new hour. I saw a tell at the new comedy club on Main last fall. I like that new comedy club on Main, too. I did not like that girl for what it was worth. What's that all What's that about? Misogynistic. It'd be misogynistic if I lied and said that she was great (laughs) because she's a girl. I'm just, I'm not even seeing gender here. You're being misogynistic. Thank you. I'll tell you something off the off the when we get off. Some the air. misogynist. <laughs> TJ, I beg you to vote for anyone but Kelly Craft in the primary. She sounds like a total loon. Texter, I will listen to you. Deal. <laughs> Brian in Morristown, Tennessee, just completed the Nielsen radio ratings, and of course mentioned Big X and Kentucky Roll Call. Wow! Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. I'm not so sure if we subscribe oh, to that stuff, but Brian right, from sir. Morristown, Tennessee, hadn't texted in since 2020. Thank you, Brian. We appreciate you. You're the man. Hope everything in Morristown, Tennessee is going well. And you know what? You all, every one of you listening, you're the man and the woman. Mm-hmm. We, Thank, we appreciate it. And all the textures, you all are great. Uh, you People tell us, they say nice things to us, but we say nice things back to you because we really do appreciate you listening and your all's texts really keep our day going. Enjoy your Thursday. Everybody be safe. Be responsible. We'll be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. on Kentucky Roll Call, Friday edition of the show. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. We'll see you then. Oh,